When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you know Black and White Sports is the number one conservative sports entity on YouTube with over 35 million views? Make sure you subscribe here to the podcast available anywhere. Quality podcasts are available. Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, and Spotify, and many others. Hit subscribe now. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Line fans, we're going to be talking about the NFL and Aaron Rodgers here in this video because we just got some news, and it really, really does lead me to believe that this is definitely the end of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay with the Green Bay Packers. Now, we know... Ever since the season ended, there's been a lot of rumblings about Aaron Rodgers being highly upset with the Green Bay Packers and management. He doesn't believe in the leadership of the organization anymore. This this man has been with the Packers since 2005, starting with them since 2008. And Aaron Rodgers, he clearly wants out of Green Bay. But Green Bay has been pretty adamant. They do not want to trade Aaron Rodgers. The man is just coming off an MVP season. He's an all-time great quarterback, but I also do believe he's an all-time horrible leader. He's not a very good leader whatsoever. He never takes responsibility for anything, anything at all. But he's very upset with the Packers. And what we're going to be talking about here in this video, folks, is Aaron Rodgers actually declined an extension with the Green Bay Packers. That was actually going to make him the highest paid quarterback and player in the NFL. A man that's coming off a, an MVP season. He's age 37 and he declined to be the highest paid player in the NFL. It's clear as day. This is not about money. And I've always believed that it was never, ever about money. So let's dive into this article here on ESPN. Sources and Rogers declined Green Bay Packers extension. Offer that would have would have made him highest paid QB and also the highest paid player. It says here Aaron Rodgers turned down a two year extension offer from the Green Bay Packers this offseason. Sources told ESPN's Adam Schefter. The deal, sources said, would have tied the reigning MVP to the Packers for five more seasons and made him the highest paid quarterback and player in football. Now, just for reference here. Patrick Mahomes is the highest paid quarterback in the the NFL. Patrick Mahomes deal averages somewhere around $45 million per year. Now I'm thinking, were the Packers actually going to offer Rodgers a deal that made him somewhere around the nature of $50 million? Probably so, but he has rejected that. Sources told Schefter in April that Rodgers does not want to return to the team because of issues he has with management. Despite his stance, the Packers have remained adamant that they will not trade 
the three-time MVP. Since then, Rodgers has failed to show up to voluntary OTAs for the first time in his career. Training camp is scheduled to begin on July 28th, which is in eight days. So guys, if he does not show up to training camp, that will be a telltale sign. If Aaron Rodgers really wants to get his way, he's going to have to not show up to training camp. He's going to have to take the hits, take the fines to get his way. Rodgers 37 has said one of his issues with the team is that general manager Brian Gunnikuntz failed to give him advance notice that the team would trade up to draft quarterback Jordan Love in 2020. Quote, with my situation, look, it's never been about the draft pick picking Jordan. Rogers said on SportsCenter in May, I love Jordan. He's a great kid. We've had a lot of fun to work together. Love the coaching staff. Love my teammates. Love the fan base in Green Bay. An incredible 16 years. It's just kind of about a philosophy and maybe forgetting that it is about the people that make the thing go. It's about character. It's about culture. It's about doing things the right way. And I believe that is a direct shot at Brian Gunnikuntz. Maybe Rodgers does like Jordan Love. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he does. But to him, Jordan Love is not exactly helping the team. And to him, he believes that the Packers actually wasted a first round pick. And it goes on. He says, though, away from the Packers, Rodgers has stayed busy this offseason, including appearing as a guest host on Jeopardy and participating in a made for TV golf event alongside Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson, and Bryson DeChambeau. Now, there was speculation, you know, that uh, Rodgers would actually retire because he really wanted that Jeopardy gig. But I believe, folks, I don't believe that Rodgers really wants to retire. I believe he just wants out of Green Bay. He really does. I don't think he wants to be there anymore. I mean, 16 years he's been there. And clearly things have not gotten better between Rodgers and the management. He's been to one Super Bowl. Maybe he felt like um, like they should have went to the Super Bowl last year, but they lost to Brady and the Bucks in the NFC Championship game. If he really wants to be out of Green Bay, he's going to have to miss training camp. That's the way I see it. It's clearly not about money, man. I mean, that, that would have actually kept him in Green Bay until age 42, probably making somewhere around the nature of $50 million. That is a lot of money, folks. Extremely a lot of money. And he has rejected the Green Bay Packers. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Do you guys think that Aaron Rodgers is actually going to show up to Packers training camp? Something is telling me he is not going to show up. He hadn't showed up to OTAs. I don't believe he's actually going to show up to training camp at all. I think a message has been sent. I won out of Green Bay. And the Packers, they had a chance, I believe, to actually accept the trade. I believe there was something on the table with the um, with the 49ers, if I'm not mistaken. Rose probably actually knows a little bit more about that than I do. But this looks like the end of um, the Rodgers era in Green Bay. It's going to be ugly, and it's probably going to get a little bit worse once July 28 shows up and Aaron Rodgers is not at training camp because if he shows up at training camp, guess who wins? The Packers win. They get their way. 
Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Live, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. First, here's a word from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short-lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage that will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, they've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day. Probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day. The right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25% in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family, and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports. We're going to talk about Mark Cuban as he's decided to jump out there and make a statement back towards Buffalo Bills slot receiver, wide receiver, Cole Beasley. Now, Cole Beasley has kind of been thrust into the limelight here because he has made a very bold, brave, truly brave in today's media climate statement by saying he was not getting vaccinated. He's not taking the jab, okay? Which is well within his right to choose not to do. But somehow, everybody's triggered by that. There's people in outrage on Twitter as we speak. He's trending again because he's chosen not to get the vaccine. Amazing. Amazing. He's an American. He's got the right to either do it or not do it. I've said before, I don't care which way you go with this freaking thing, okay? I don't care. But it's none of my business which way you go. Now, Geraldo Rivera who has become a complete whack job, came out earlier on Twitter and came right out and said, it is his business whether or not we get vaccinated. No, Geraldo, it's not. And I told him that, okay? So, um, ridiculous. I mean, just nuts. Well, Cole Beasley made a comment about the fact that if Pfizer would give his wife a percentage of the funds made from the vaccine that he would consider getting the vaccine. Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, let it be known he's wokeity-woke-woke, super-woke, okay? He's he's turned into a leftist lunatic, all right? Uh, triggered over everything. Oddly enough, triggered over Trump. 
He got he got triggered over Trump. And keep in mind, him and Trump used to be boys, okay? They used to be really good friends. And there was a time, believe it or not, Mark Cuban considered running with Trump as Trump's vice president. What the hell happened exactly? Mark, Mark Cuban, I can tell you one thing. Uh, when you're involved with the NBA, you got no choice. You're going woke. You're going woke. And now he's turned into a certified, in my opinion, if you're a Dallas Mavericks fan, sorry. In my opinion, he's turned into a certified leftist lunatic. Uh, so, let's get to this because Mark Cuban has stepped up and made a counter offer to Cole Beasley. This is from The Spun by Sports Illustrated. I don't know what that is. Mark Cuban has an offer for Cole Beasley. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban has an extended an offer to Buffalo Bills wide receiver Cole Beasley regarding the COVID-19 vaccine. Beasley is not currently vaccinated and has been outspoken about his personal choice. The key phrase there, personal choice. Today is indicated on Twitter he'd be willing to get vaccinated on one condition. Quote, I'll get vaccinated and be an advocate for it if Pfizer puts a percent of, of his earnings of its earnings from the vaccine in my wife's name, Beasley wrote. That might seem like an absurd proposal, and clearly Pfizer won't take Beasley up on his offer. But Cuban has, offering the veteran slot receiver Pfizer stock for his wife in exchange for him receiving the COVID vaccine. I'll tell you what, Cole. You get vaccinated and I'll pr and promote the vac vaccination on all your social. I'll buy your wife a share of Pfizer stock, Cuban said. It pays 3.78% dividends. That way she is getting a percentage of the Pfizer earnings deal, question mark. We don't doubt that Cuban means business here, and he will pony up if Beasley decides he'll get inoculated. We're still betting that he'll hold out, but we'll keep you posted if he responds to Cuban's offer. So, what do we think about that, guys? Um, do I think Cole Beasley is going to take this offer? Probably not. Uh, for one reason, one reason only. Now, big tech, YouTube, don't get spun out of shape. But Cole Beasley, I mean, look, Cole Beasley is not sure what's going to come from getting the vaccine. And that's his right to feel that way. That's fine, okay? Um, I can't believe that so many people are triggered over Cole Beasley. But then again, if you're hanging out on tr Twitter like that, you must not have much to do, okay? But to sit around and get triggered over a stance... Involving the Kung Flu shot over a stance of whether or not a Buffalo Bills wide receiver is going to take the jab. It's ridiculous. And, of course, is this something that Mark Cuban, I mean, he's running, he's running his, let's be real, sarcastically smart-ass playbook, okay? He's running that, all right? I mean, what did he, he officially came out and endorsed Joe Biden, I believe, right? Uh, so... It doesn't surprise me that Mark Cuban had to take to his Twitter and run his mouth. Now, balls in Cole Beasley's court, I don't think he'll take it up. But if he does, you bet your ass I'll do a video on it. Um, ridiculous, you know? I mean, 
This this thing has gotten ridiculous. There are people on Twitter that are blatantly blaming this thing on still existing, on people making a completely valid decision on whether or not to do this thing or not. And the scariest part about all of this is the people on there that believe the government should be able to require that you get this. That's frightening to me, that there are people out there in existence believe the government has the right to step into those kinds of lanes. I do not, okay? I do not. Again, I don't care whether or not you get... If you if you have gotten 20 of these vaccines, congratulations, great. But, look, there's plenty of, of, of limits and boundaries out there that, in my opinion, shouldn't be crossed. God, my God. This is crazy. If you're new to the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. Today, the podcast... Uh, has grown like crazy over the last three weeks when we started actively working it. And uh, it's pretty much exploded. We went from not very many plays at all to now thousands upon thousands of plays a week. It's been unbelievable. Black and White Live is now growing like crazy. And I suspect we're not far away from this channel blowing up as well. So, we appreciate all you guys. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriguez for Black and White Live. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit subscribe. If you just found us on podcast, also make sure you hit subscribe. And if you haven't gotten to the podcast, make sure you do that as well. We're going to talk about Dana White, UFC president, because he was on with Fox News and he came out and made some comments. Uh, There's a few things I love about Dana White. Number one, he's an unapologetic Republican. Let's just keep it real. Conservative. Spoke at the RNC on behalf of President Trump last year. Came out was very clear, very concise. He supports police. He supports the military. He supports America and the traditional values of America, and he doesn't care what you think about that. Um, It's a huge change from all of our our, uh, other commissioners, like Adam Silver, you know, like Rob Manford, like Roger Goodell, who all of them are completely spayed, okay? That's right. Not even neutered. Spayed. All right. The left, the left side of the aisle has completely spayed all three of those commissioners. They have bowed down to every single social justice uh, narrative out there that there is. We just found out the NFL is going wokey woke woke super woke on us this next season. The NBA even backed off of social justice, and the NFL seems bound and determined to try to fall down the path of the NBA. It's amazing. But not UFC. UFC's doing none of that. Okay, number one, he doesn't tell his fighters what to do. The other thing I like about Dana White is Dana is a true alpha male in a time when we badly still need alpha males, right? Everything's about canceling toxic masculinity. You know what? I know some chicks that love it. 
Hate to break it to you, okay? They love it. They they don't they don't want some beta as their old man. They don't. All right. They want a roughneck. They want a redneck. All right. They want somebody that they know if they go out can take care of himself and herself, right? Um I mean, and, and Dana White's one of those dudes. Dana White's a, a previous boxer. Donald Trump was at UFC 264. Him and Dana are very close. He said, we're still very close. Uh, and Donald Trump got a great response. Okay. Uh, so he came out and he made some comments. We'll get to that in just a second. I am wearing our America First shirt. It's our brand new. It's our latest shirt. It's got the Punish Skull on it. Mixed in with the flag, America First, blackandwhitenetwork.com down at the bottom. Guys, I love this shirt. This shirt is so badass. I would wear it out anywhere. I've got it in this mash color green, kind of that army type green, old school green. It looks great. This shirt is awesome. 25% off through the end of Wednesday. Use promo code BANANABOAT. All one word for 25% off our largest discount ever. You can grab this shirt or any other shirt out of the merch store. God, this shirt looks good, guys. You, 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 this, none of this, none of this whatsoever does this shirt nearly the justice it deserves. That skull and punish mixed in with the flag is just awesome. It is, it is awesome. Let's get to Dana White. UFC President Dana White was on Fox News primetime to discuss how he kept UFC successful during the pandemic and if he is worried that America is under losing the fight to be successful. Dana White says, yeah, I think we are losing the fight to be successful. To be honest with you, it's, I don't know, I've never seen anything like it. It's blowing my mind. But do you know what? And I love this answer, guys. It's one of the reasons I wanted to make the video. Everybody that is slowing down, everybody that is afraid, or whatever their reason is, you know what? For not wanting to go back to work, not wanting to, you know, to run their business, not wanting to get back to normal and full capacity, I will run you over. I will run you over. No problem. There has never been more opportunity out there than there is right now. You know, I keep hearing about restaurants that can't open all the way because they can't get people to come to work. You know, you can't get an Uber because nobody wants to go back. Nobody wants to drive an Uber. It's a very weird time in this country right now. And yeah, people need to get back to work and things need to get back to normal. ASAP. And you know why I love that answer? I thought he was about to give some pep talk. Oh, get up. Everything's going to be fine. Blah, blah, blah. Dana White said, no, I'm going to take advantage of you and run your ass over. Because you're a lazy shit. I mean, let's just be real. I mean, the answer was very surprising, but it was very Dana White-like, right? Extremely Dana White-like. He said, if you don't want to go out and hit a lick, if you don't want to function... If you want to let things fail, if you want to let life pass you by right now, I will take advantage of that, and I will run you over and use it to my advantage. 
I love it. I love that answer. That is the killer instinct that this country, so many in this country, need. We need a lot more of Dana White. A lot more of President Trump. Come on to my event. I don't care what anybody says. F them. You know? We need that. I love the fact that he didn't go standard operating procedure and start telling people to pick themselves up off the mat. No. He said, I'll use it to my advantage and my business will be more successful than yours and I don't mind stepping on you getting there. I love it. I I love that. I love that. We need a lot more of it in this country. Unapologetic. Unapologetic business people. Males that are unafraid to stand up like real men and say things like Donald uh, Donald Trump and Dana White's got to say. And look, that kind of thing hurt so many people's feelings last year. It still hurts their little feelings on Twitter. F them. You know, F them. Who cares? Good job, Dana White. I like what you had to say here. And I wanted to make a video on it. He also praised Texas and Florida for hosting his events and standing up against the media, which tried to kill those states, right? Trying to kill those states now because they've got a little bump in the Wuhan virus. Stop it. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Sports fans, let's talk about ESPN and Maria Taylor also known as ESPCNN, the worldwide leader in woke. Controversy has been surrounding ESPN for, I would say, about a month now, whether it's Stephen A. Smith, Maria Taylor, Rachel Nichols. But in this video, we're going to be talking about Maria Taylor because today is the day of reckoning, folks. Her contract actually expires today. And the NBA Finals are still going on right now. The Bucks actually lead the Suns three games to two. And game six is actually tonight. So technically, Maria Taylor should not be working for ESPN tonight because she doesn't have a contract. However, guys, we have some new information about Maria Taylor and her contract. Maria Taylor is extending with ESPCNN just for the NBA Finals until it's over, folks. So let's dive into this. And real quick, by the way, check out the pinned comment because you can get any shirt in the merch store. 25% off if you use the discount code Banana Boat just for today and tomorrow. You can see I'm rocking the ESP CNN Worldwide Leader in Woke shirt right now. So let's dive into this. Maria Taylor is expected to finish NBA Finals with NBC possibly on deck. And I actually put out a video probably about a week ago talking about NBC sports wants Maria Taylor there to sign on and take over a football night in America from Mike Tirico. 
But let's dive into this. It says NBA Finals host Maria Taylor's ESPN contract ends Tuesday, which is today because this article is from like four days ago. But the network hasn't announced whether she will work game six or potential game seven on Thursday. Now, according to a more updated report here, it says Maria Taylor not leaving ESPN before end of NBA Finals. The NBA countdown host contract expires Tuesday. And this was just as of yesterday on this article here. So she will be at a uh, game sits of the NBA finals. It says here, however, sources claim that ESPN and Taylor have agreed to a mini extension to allow her to work both games. ESPN declined comment. The post reported earlier this week that NBC has designs on signing Taylor to work this upcoming Olympics, which starts airing on the network next Friday, which is actually this Friday. So I believe that game seven, if it was able to happen in the NBA finals would actually be on Thursday and the Olympics start in Tokyo on Friday. So, however, it doesn't look like if the NBA finals actually go seven games, she'll make it to day one of the Olympics. You know, that actually could be an issue right there. It says here, if she does sign with NBC, Taylor would be a fit to potentially cover basketball, basketball or volleyball. ESPN has offered Taylor a contract in the neighborhood of $3 million to the company, while NBC wants her for their sports division with the possibility she could be a future host of Football Night in America when Mike Tirico adds more time as an NFL play-by-play announcer. She currently makes $1 million per year. Meanwhile, Jay Williams, one of the analysts on the NBA Finals pregame show, Will not finish the series because he announced he had COVID. Okay, so if this is true, which I do believe it is, why is she actually signing an extension with ESPN? I believe that ESPN would actually have to be in some kind of damage control if Maria Taylor wasn't there for the duration of the NBA Finals. Now, they already have Malika Andrews. On the sideline now, too, as well. Taking over Rachel Nichols duties and also, you know, I believe that they really don't want to have to put Rachel Nichols in this NBA finals. I believe they don't really want to show her. Doing. Maria Taylor's job, and I believe they would almost have no choice if Maria Taylor bolted out and jetted town for NBC Sports. I truly do believe that. They do not want to see Rachel Nichols on the NBA Finals. And that's just the way that I actually do see this. Okay, even had um, the ESPN president, Jimmy Patero, come out and say that uh, Maria Taylor got the job because she earned it, even though Rachel Nichols said it was in her contract to actually be doing that job. So there's some controversy there. It seems like the ESPN president was calling Rachel Nichols a liar. So I believe that ESPN really wants to distance themselves from Rachel Nichols. I don't know the status of status of her contract over ESPN, but it looks like, you know, a little bit of a fire has been put out because you'll end up seeing. Maria Taylor tonight, if you even watching the NBA finals, because the NBA finals ratings are still down and we know how ESPN's ratings are. They are in the trash. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans, Maria Taylor extending 
her contract for just a few days to cover the NBA Finals. I do believe that NBC Sports is on deck. Maybe she'll actually show up in uh, Tokyo for day two. That's a pretty long flight, you know, from the U.S. to uh, Tokyo. So I highly doubt you'll actually see her on, on day one of the Tokyo Games. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low-carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto-friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup, add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee, mix it up, use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and white sports fans, I must say, I love capitalism. I absolutely love it. If somebody wants to pay me X amount of dollars and I agree to it, I should be able to earn it. Now, folks, we're living in a new era now of college sports. The NCAA, their power over athletes has been diminished now, greatly diminished. We are in the new NIL era and athletes, college athletes, student athletes are able to cash in on their likeness. They can do interviews. I guess they can be on um, weekly uh, interviews and TV shows, that kind of thing. They can earn their money. And I actually did a video on a news break um, channel that we actually run talking about two Texas A&M students, student athletes that pay play for the Aggies. They're going to get $10,000 a piece to do interviews this next season. But guys, what we're going to be talking about today, this is bit time money for a student athlete. The quarterback for the Alabama, Alabama Crimson Tide is going to be cashing in somewhere around at least a million dollars. We don't know we don't know the exact amount of money, folks, but this is significant right here. It really, really is. So we're going to be diving into that in this video, guys. First, make sure you guys go over to blackandwhitenetwork.com. Pick up a membership today. We post private videos over there on the website just for the members of the website. We tackle a lot of uh, topics that BitTech really does not want us to talk about whatsoever. So we post them over there on the website. And we also have private member hangouts and live streams 
just for members of the website as well. And we're probably going to have one this weekend. I will touch base with Rhodes just to confirm the date and time. So silver members also email us and let us know if you'd like to be on the panel. Let's get into this, guys. Bryce Young already approaching seven figure money off NIL. And he is the quarterback of Alabama. And you may be thinking, who is this guy? You may not know him. He is the projected starter for this season. He's almost had really not many pass attempts whatsoever. That's it. He's thrown one total touchdown pass in college. And he is going to earn like a million dollars. This is amazing, folks. It says here on OutKick, Alabama quarterback Bryce Young is potentially on his way to earning a seven-figure check off his name, image, and likeness, head coach Nick Saban said on Tuesday. The sophomore quarterback, who has no career starts, this guy has no career starts, and he's probably going to get at least a million dollars, who has no career starts heading into his second year, gained experience behind starter Matt Jones, and played in nine games during his first season. Young finished 13 of 22 passing for 156 yards and a touchdown while adding nine rushes for no gain. Amazing. Amazing. His whole career is 13 of 22, 156 and a touchdown. And he's going to get paid. And I'm not even mad at the guy. I'm really not mad at the guy. If somebody wants to pay him this kind of money, if several companies want to pay him the equivalent of over a million dollars, I'm all for it. Congratulations to this guy. Young, who is Alabama's presumptive starter in 2021 and Sports Illustrated reports he has already earned close to one million dollars in off field endorsement deals. Quote, our quarterback has approached ungodly numbers and he hasn't even played yet. Saban said at the Texas High School Coaches Association convention, according to 247 Sports, Chris Hummer. Quote, if I told you what it is, it's almost seven figures. This is amazing right here. I I knew the guys would actually be able to cash in. Maybe I was just being a little bit naive. I I was expecting, you know, if somebody was to get like a million dollars, it would actually be some upper echelon, you know, uh, top prospect athlete. This guy didn't even start last year, even though he's projected to be the number one starter this year. One touchdown pass, and he's getting this kind of money. I mean, the Alabama brand. I believe that the the branding of the school is also going to play a large part in what the student athletes are actually going to be getting. So, I guess if you're going to go to Alabama, Miami, uh, Florida, Florida State. You can expect to get probably similar deals like this. You know, also, if you're you're already well established, you know, a top Heisman candidate, then, yeah, you're probably going to get even more. It says Young signed with CAA football for his marketing marketing deals following the passing of NIL legislation. SI.com reports CAA football is one of the top agencies in the country. So Young has been assisted in efforts to capitalize on the NIL opportunities recently given to NCAA student-athletes. Alabama's slated time for saving to address the media during SEC Media Days is Wednesday. 
So it will be interesting to see whether we learn anything more. Wow. So, guys, what do you think of this? What do you guys think of Bryce Young cashing in a man that has not started a single game? Getting at least a million. I mean, what actually could it be? Could it actually be more than a million? It's possible, guys. It's possible. And I know that people are still kind of weary and leery about what the new NIL era is actually going to look like. I don't know. I don't know. But I am happy for these guys getting that money. Now, my concern is, is these kids, because, you know, they're grown men, but still you're talking about 18, 19, 20 year olds getting all this kind of money, you know, still why in college, are they actually going to be focused on, you know, the classroom or are they going to be more focused on, you know, getting their money and endorsement deals? I mean, I, I believe this this kind of money, man, would definitely have an influence on you in the classroom. I mean, I was 18. I was 19 years old. Trust me, I was young in college. And of course, I didn't get anything close to a million dollars. But when you're in college, man, you do like to have a lot of fun. And when you have a million dollars, trust me, you're definitely going to want to have a lot of fun. Hopefully, Bryce Young has the right support system around him. You know, maybe maybe this colleges actually have something in place to where like financial management uh, training or something like that, you know. But when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, it's his money. It's his responsibility. You know, I just hope that these athletes are going to be responsible. Now, professional athletes, a lot of these guys, when they have retired from their sports, like 70 percent of these guys like bankrupt five years out of out of their professional league. So now we're expecting, you know, student athletes to have that level of responsibility now when they're 18, 19 years old and they're not in a professional setting. So we'll have to see what happens with this. But uh, Bryce Young, I'm happy for the man. If companies want to pay you for for your services, go right ahead. Take your money. I'm not hating on you. I'm really, really not. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this black and white sports fans? Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports. We're going to talk about Mark Cuban as he's decided to jump out there and make a statement back towards Buffalo Bills slot receiver, wide receiver, Cole Beasley. Now, Cole Beasley has kind of been thrust into the limelight here because he has made a very bold brave, truly brave in today's media climate statement by saying he was not getting vaccinated. He's not taking the jab, okay? Which is well within his right to choose not to do. But somehow, everybody's triggered by that. There's people in outrage on Twitter as we speak. He's trending again because he's chosen not to get the vaccine. 
Amazing. Amazing. He's an American. He's got the right to either do it or not do it. I've said before. I don't care which way you go with this freaking thing, okay? I don't care. But it's none of my business which way you go. Now, Geraldo Rivera, who has become a complete whack job, came out earlier on Twitter and came right out and said it is his business whether or not we get vaccinated. No, Geraldo, it's not. And I told him that, okay? So, um, ridiculous. I mean, just nuts. Well, Cole Beasley made a comment about the fact that if Pfizer would give his wife a percentage of the funds made from the vaccine, that he would consider getting the vaccine. Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, let it be known he's wokeity-woke-woke, super-woke. Okay, he's he's turned into a leftist lunatic. All right. Uh, triggered over everything. Oddly enough, triggered over Trump. He got he got triggered over Trump. And keep in mind, him and Trump used to be boys. Okay, they used to be really good friends. And there was a time, believe it or not, Mark Cuban considered running with Trump as Trump's vice president. What the hell happened exactly? Mark Mark Cuban, I can tell you one thing. Uh, when you're involved with the NBA, you got no choice. You're going woke. You're going woke. And now he's turned into a certified, in my opinion, if you're a Dallas Mavericks fan, sorry. In my opinion, he's turned into a certified leftist lunatic. Uh, so let's get to this because Mark Cuban has stepped up and made a counter offer to Cole Beasley. This is from The Spun by Sports Illustrated. I don't know what that is. Mark Cuban has an offer for Cole Beasley. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban has an extended an offer to Buffalo Bills wide receiver Cole Beasley regarding the COVID-19 vaccine. Beasley is not currently vaccinated and has been outspoken about his personal choice. The key phrase there, personal choice. Today is indicated on Twitter he'd be willing to get vaccinated on one condition. Quote, I'll get vaccinated and be an advocate for it if Pfizer puts a percent of, of his earnings of its earnings from the vaccine in my wife's name, Beasley wrote. That might seem like an absurd proposal, and clearly Pfizer won't take Beasley up on his offer. But Cuban has, offering the veteran slot receiver Pfizer stock for his wife in exchange for him receiving the COVID vaccine. I'll tell you what, Cole. You get vaccinated and I'll pr- and promote the vac- vaccination on all your social. I'll buy your wife a share of Pfizer stock, Cuban said. It pays 3.78% dividends. That way she is getting a percentage of the Pfizer earnings deal, question mark. We don't doubt that Cuban means business here, and he will pony up if Beasley decides he'll get inoculated. We're still betting that he'll hold out, but we'll keep you posted if he responds to Cuban's offer. So, what do we think about that, guys? Um, Do I think Cole Beasley is going to take this offer? Probably not. Uh, For one reason, one reason only. Now, Big Tech, YouTube, don't get spun out of shape. But Cole Beasley, I mean, look, Cole Beasley is not sure what's going to come from getting the vaccine. And that's his right to feel that way. 
That's fine, okay? Um, I can't believe that so many people are triggered over Cole Beasley. But then again, if you're hanging out on Twitter like that, you must not have much to do, okay? But to sit around and get triggered over a stance involving the Kung Flu shot over a stance of whether or not a Buffalo Bills wide receiver is going to take the jab. It's ridiculous. And, of course, is this something that Mark Cuban, I mean, he's running he's running his, let's be real, sarcastically smart-ass playbook, okay? He's running that, all right? I mean, what did he, he officially came out and endorsed Joe Biden, I believe, right? Uh, so, it doesn't surprise me that Mark Cuban had to take to his Twitter and run his mouth. Now, balls in Cole Beasley's court, I don't think he'll take it up. But if he does, you bet your ass I'll do a video on it. Um, ridiculous, you know? I mean, this this thing has gotten ridiculous. There are people on Twitter that are blatantly blaming this thing on still existing, on people making a completely valid decision on whether or not to do this thing or not. And the scariest part about all of this is the people on there that believe the government should be able to require that you get this. That's frightening to me, that there are people out there in existence believe the government has the right to step into those kinds of lanes. I do not, okay? I do not. Again, I don't care whether or not you get... If you if you have gotten 20 of these vaccines... Congratulations. Great. But, look, there's plenty of, of, of limits and boundaries out there that, in my opinion, shouldn't be crossed. God. My God. This is crazy. If you're new to the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. Today, the podcast uh, has grown like crazy over the last three weeks when we started actively working it. And uh, it's pretty much exploded. We went from... Not very many plays at all to now thousands upon thousands of plays a week. It's been unbelievable. Black and White Live is now growing like crazy. And I suspect we're not far away from this channel blowing up as well. So, we appreciate all you guys. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriguez for Black and White Sports. Oh, we are going to talk about the NBA ratings. Because the NBA ratings are a total dumpster fire. Now, the media, the mainstream media, they kept banging the drum. We're supposed to throw out last year's ratings because of the Kung Flu. We were in a bubble. There were no fans. Totally discount last year's ratings. Had nothing to do with social justice, by the way. Had nothing to do with supporting China, by the way. Had nothing to do with shilling Jacob Blake, by the way. Or Breonna Taylor or anybody else. Had nothing to do with our friend that's crying down there crying-ass LaChina James. Nothing to do with him running his mouth. 
Nothing to do with a testicular fortitude less. Adam Silver letting his players run his league into the ground. Nothing to do with any of that. Nothing to see here. Except the NBA ratings are a dumpster fire this year now. Point blank, plain and simple. And when compared to 2019, they're awful. They're ugly. They're a dumpster fire. They're a dumpster fire rolling downhill on a tire fire. They're terrible. They should be ashamed. That was a series, by the way, between the Warriors and the Raptors. A Canadian team, the Raptors, against a KD-less, Clay Thompson-less, Golden State Warriors team that was neutered. God, these people will never learn. Very quickly, I'm wearing our America First t-shirt. That punished skull and the flag mended together. Blackandwhitenetwork.com on it. And I got to tell you guys, this is an awesome shirt. I'm wearing this bad boy right now. And it is glorious. Use promo code BANANABOAT. All one word, LeBron. Don't use LeBron, Banana Boat. 25% off through end of day tomorrow on this shirt or any other shirt in the merch store. I'm wearing that mash green, old school mash. How many of you guys remember mash? Remember Hawkeye? Yeah. This is a badass shirt. It's a badass shirt. Get in. Get this shirt. God, it's kick-ass. Let's do it. Bobby Burak, outkick. Ratings for Game 5 of NBA Finals were a disaster. Game 5 for the NBA Finals between the Bucks and the Suns drew 9.6 million viewers on Saturday. Down enormously from 2019's Warriors-Raptors Game 5, which averaged 18.4 million viewers. Boy, that seems like a long time away, doesn't it? Remember... NBA media demanded last year that we discount the 2020 NBA Finals atrocious ratings because the matchup took place out of season and during a pandemic, during the Kung Flu. So, as a nice guy, I'm honoring those requests and only comparing the 2021 Finals to 2019. And here's how the finals compare from Sports Media Watch. That's a place I grab my finals quite a bit. My ratings. Oh, yes. Okay, so game one this year, 8.6 million versus game one that year, 13.5. Game two, 9.4 versus 14.1. Game three, 9 million versus 13.44. Game four, hey, it, it, it half ass got close. 10.3 versus 13.2. And then the wheels fall off yet again for the Marxist NBA of China. Game 5, 18.3 versus 9.6. To hell with it. Let's just round it up to 9 million less viewers. Wow. Tonight's Game 6 will come in well short of the 18 million that Game 6 drew in 2019. It won't come close. That said, if the Suns win, the NBA will get its first 
finals game seven since 2016. And while a potential Bucks Suns game seven won't sniff 2016's 31 million. Can you imagine there was a time the NBA just five years ago drew 31 million viewers during the game? Wow. The additional game will help ABC and the Marxist NBA of China make extra money. However, what is problematic is that Giannis' star power doesn't translate to viewerships. Giannis is a 26-year-old and has been the best player in the NBA for the past several months. Has it been just the past several months? Are we sure? Looking at you, LeBron. Win or lose this series, the Bucks will be a contender next year. Between Giannis's lack of appeal and LeBron's age, the NBA must find an individual star to usher into the next era for a league so reliant on star power. That's priority number one. Uh, I don't know who that would be at this point. Zion, maybe. I mean, yeah, he's got his game is similar to Charles Barkley, but let's face it, he's tolling away, wasting away in New Orleans right now without getting a, a, a running mate down there, they have no hopes of being competitive. You know, is he going to move the needle? And let's face it, again, not a lot of people are flocking back to the NBA until crying-ass LeBron James retires and until Adam Silver is gone and until they quit wrapping their loving arms around China. God. That is a priority. We want to see pro, pro Adam Silver, American basketball. That's right. My God, we do want our sports organizations and our sports leagues to love America, the USA. We do want that. That is a priority. Yes. Oh, and by the way, don't celebrate criminals ever again. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. The NBA is a total and complete dumpster fire. Nine million less viewers. Yikes. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.